Hey everyone, welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Samuel Richards. I'm Julie Richards. I'm Sarah Wakefield. And I'm so glad I got that tattooed on my uh, wrist. <laughs> I'll never forget. Nah, that isn't real. But that isn't um, real. <laughs> oh, I was just getting ready to, to um, you know, get an appointment to have mine matching yours, Samuel. Actually, you know, maybe this is a good time to say uh, it's it's mom's birthday. I wanted to shout out mom uh, for her birthday today. Um, so is that your birthday wish, mom, uh, that we get matching community roots tattoos? That <laughs> I would go with the logo before I'd go with the phrase. <laughs> yeah, the whole, would say. The but then all, you'd have all the choices. Forearm. Exactly. You'd have the entire forearm of all the different <laughs> um, deep breath and um, trail mix path trail mix here somewhere one of these <laughs> unpack yeah. that and be like wow you know we did have a request for those t-shirts those logos okay sweet yeah i'm yeah. done with it we'll have to talk after the episode here christmas presents there we go oh um well hey that actually segues segues us pretty well into it is the holiday season again um we're kind of getting in the mood and uh <clears throat> you know, talking with mom and Sarah, it's been a while since we've looked at holiday help. Um, kind of what's it do in the holidays? I know it's more stressful for a lot of people. It's a lot of travel. And I know for me, it's going to be a lot of travel. <laughs> so yeah, I guess, you know, in, in the spirit of conversation and the spirit of, you know, community, what do you guys think about the holidays coming up? What What are some of your big stressors? Well, before we even got into the holiday stressor, we got into the time zone change. Turn your clocks back oh. stressor. Ugh. So we thought we'd actually acknowledge this because so many people struggle with more hours of darkness and the evenings that it just you're it's like your time is shrinking or something and you have less daylight, things that you're trying to get done before the sun goes down and it's like your day is kind of shrinking. And for some people that is the start of more of a seasonal affective disorder of just kind of, I'm not in a good headspace in the winter kinds of feelings that are very common to people. So we did want to acknowledge that today with our, with our holiday help, because this is kind of the, the turning of the calendar into November and we anticipate the, various holidays that people might be celebrating in November and December. There's a handful of them, depending on your um, traditions that you hold as, as a human. So yeah, let's start with that one first, the changing of the clocks. We had a, a funny conversation this weekend. Samuel was at the house. We were doing a little family birthday celebration that was wonderfully fun. Um, but it, so is it the last time to turn back our clocks or not. It's like I had had this conversation with people that they voted and it's not going to be daylight savings anymore. And then all of a sudden the shocker of, no, wait a minute, it didn't pass in both the Senate and the House. And so we are going to continue this fiasco into the spring and on onward. Yeah, I heard that it had passed in the Senate, um, but uh, the House uh, it's like stopped in the house right now or something crazy. And we, it's amazing that this, in this day and age now, um, I understand that we needed it, uh, before we had electricity functioning like it does now. Um, but I think the season for it has passed. 
did it's we ever really disruptive <laughs> i i did i did hear like a quote from a japanese like emperor or something like you know the americans cutting off a foot on the the top of your blanket and sewing it on the bottom of your blanket and being like oh it's a longer blanket <laughs> <laughs> um but i do think you know i was glad we brought this up because it is true something that i hadn't thought of even though it's an extra hour how much it throws you off to start off the holiday season. So already a time where we have, you know, increased suicide rates, increased like depressive states, you know, a seasonal affective disorder mom brought up. Um, but you're also, you're just starting off on the wrong foot. It's so sad that, and, and it's so hard to adjust, even though we're getting that extra hour, you know, that the sleep, even now I'm like, oh, it feels like such and such hour. And, you know, it's an hour before. <laughs> it got um, me last night because I was staying up later and thinking, no, wait a minute for my body. It's still only 1030, not 1130. So I was like, maybe I am like not adjusting just yet to the time change because it didn't feel like it was that late. I mean, the clock was telling me you should have been in bed and asleep already, but but I was just like, well, I'm starting tonight a little off. <laughs> so you're trying to right. find your footing. It's like we're getting off on the wrong side of the bed or something. And I mean, if anything, that just points to a more reason to have a focus. You know, we talked about mindfulness, bringing it to the forefront of your mind of mental health in this time, because we're going to have less daylight, which means, you know, less, less of that good, good, uh, whatever works with vitamin D to make happiness. I forget what it's called. <laughs> but um, the other thing is, you know, the cold as well as, you know, being in potentially stressful situations with family um, or extended family. And it just compiles into a lot and kind of emphasizes why, you know, this is a good time to refocus, bring it to the forefront of your mind and be ready for the holiday season. We've been covering a lot of this uh, season with coming back to home base and staying and uh, reconnecting with your body. And I think time change really highlights the disconnect that we create. So like Sam says, you know, starting off on the wrong foot, I mean, we're already creating another degree of separation between ourselves and our environment, you know, our uh, connection with the earth. And here we are, our, like now we're disconnected, now it's holiday season and we're going into this period of time of either physical disconnection, you know, you can't be with your loved ones for the holidays, or you don't have loved ones to be with for the holidays, um, or you are going to be with loved ones for the holidays and you don't want to be with them because they're not really loved ones. They're not supportive and you can't connect with them. And so here we are going into this period of time where disconnect uh, is even more um, uh, made evident by the time we spend indoors, the time we spend in the dark and how we really need to be connected in order to get through, not just get through, but thrive in this period of time. If we can, I know Julie has a couple of things that she was thinking about, um, like tips and tricks or not tips and tricks. It's not trite. It's mindfulness, um, to help us as we go through the next several months. Yeah, I think that we should get out our complaining. I'm not done complaining about the holidays. Oh, sorry. Yet. No, no, that's totally fine. You know what I was thinking was uh, 
on that, on kind of what you were saying, Sarah, I feel like there's never enough time in the holiday season. Like we're just always like with the shrinking of the days, like everything that's going on. And even, you know, something I was thinking about as well is, you know, this is a time where you're like, what was I doing last year? And then what's happened this past year? And so you're already like, you know, reminiscing about past, you know, you might even go back 20 years and say, what was 20 years Thanksgiving or Christmas like? And so you're flashing back through all this time, throw in a long to-do list of like, oh, got to talk to so-and-so, got to make us a, a stew, you know, whatever. <laughs> that isn't very holiday, but... <laughs> It might be for someone, but just feeling so much expectation and pressure on top of shorter days and Mm -hmm. having so much to do and definitely the expectation, like being with extended family and being thinking, I wish I had more time to do this, more time to just hang out uh, with family as a larger group. And then, you know, just feeling that sort of disappointment with schedules and life in general that that's hard to do more time to recover from the times that you spent with people at holiday parties or family get-togethers what you said Samuel too about you know 20 years ago that holiday time is so different from now you know thinking about to when you live like nostalgia is a, a really tough mindset to or not mindset but just nostalgia itself is so difficult to deal with because when I think back into the happy holidays of being a kid I mean in the best circumstances I had great holidays and now all of that's gone you know my grandparents have passed I have aunts and uncles who have passed you know it's whittled away and now as an adult I have no more sleep time because honestly like Julie was saying Like my body doesn't know what to do right now. (laughs) It's a little confused. (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm I'm reminiscing as to what I wish holidays were like now because of what they were like when I was a kid and I'm not getting that and things have changed and everyone's getting older and doing things differently. And adulting is hard. (laughs) Adulting is so hard and you have to decide what you're going to do. Well, another factor too, that I want to just validate and acknowledge like the, it seems every first week of November, there's a huge wind that takes down all those loose leaves. (laughs) So we're looking at bare naked trees and going, it's like a shock to the system, even though, you know, it's coming, it's still a like, wait, where did all those leaves go? We looked, we have this beautiful tree in our front yard, right. As you come in the driveway and it's, it's one that like different neighbors have commented on how beautiful it is and the bees use it to make their honey and just this amazing tree. And it's glorious, like golden and it changes colors. And I just looked at it the other day. It was, I think it was this weekend. I just looked at it and I went, wait, where'd the, where'd the whole tree go? Like it's completely Mm. bare, like not a single hanging leaf on it. And it happens so fast. And so I think that shock and we've talked about this in recent episodes as well just that what do you do when you're suddenly in shock like what just happened here and so the first step is you're going to get your footing and you're going to be like okay we're shifting gears we're transitioning into daylight savings the clock has changed and our daylight is changing and now the holidays are coming thankfully This is a rhythm that we've had before, but at first it feels a little jolting. It doesn't feel quite so familiar. It's like, oh yeah, 
it's the idea of mindfulness that we've talked about. We forget and then we remember and then we forget and then we remember. So this is a pause where we say, okay, I know what's coming next. The holidays are upon us. I know what this has done to me in the past has maybe made me overly tired or grouchy or pressured or high expectations or contributing factors like sometimes our exercise patterns shift. I know that whenever I have more daylight, I'm much more apt to walk our dogs every single day. And then if I don't get home from work until 7.30 at night and it's dark, I'm thinking about putting on pajamas after eating dinner. I'm not thinking about, oh, I should go take the the dogs on a walk. So my exercise has shifted. Um, sometimes our eating patterns shift that we want something kind of more um, comfort foods or higher carbs or things like that, or our sweets, we tend to, you know, have more desserts and treats. Sometimes people increase their alcohol intake and that sets things off. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone 180 on this point. I'm now anti-holidays. <laughs> <laughs> By the end now. of the episode, we're going, here comes Bah Humbug. <laughs> the uh, Grinch. <laughs> wait a second. Why are we doing the holidays? <laughs> um, the other thing I want to hold space for, too, um, is, you know, both. I, I think it comes from a similar place you know, the idealistic view of the holidays and how many movies we've had and how many things go on and how parents want to make that for their kids. And then there are, you know, both adults and kids who don't have that anyway, or um, being able to make that picturesque sort of holiday. Um, yeah. And it's just got me kind of bummed out. <laughs> maybe maybe let's work on ways that we can build ourselves back up how can we get ready for it because it is a good time of you know togetherness um mm -hmm. like you were saying mom it's a rhythm that we're used to and so mm -hmm. almost the drums beating again and so we're able to go ah this is a familiar tune <clears throat> mm -hmm. even though there might be some stress attached to it it's a familiar tune yeah we might feel out of step for a little bit a little bumpy as we get into it but and and something else to acknowledge in a more um, kind of sobering reflection is just the grief, you know, that the holidays have, that sometimes there has been someone who's passed away and you don't have them during the holiday season. So we do, I mean, we're having laughter and, and struggle together and, mm -hmm. and acknowledging our humanity and things, but we also do want to be very um, tenderhearted towards those of you who are feeling some of the pain of the season of, of a loss of a loved one this year, or feeling a sense of loneliness that, you know, maybe we make up that other people are having more family time than we are, or they're having parties and we're at home alone or things like that. Um, I think some of the kind of the maybe idyllic view that you see in movies or, or that we imagine other people could be having that we might be missing out on can increase the depression or sadness or loneliness that people feel, you know, that we don't fit into that social setting or we don't have people to be with. And so with deep compassion, we want to be able to acknowledge that for people and say, okay, what are those things that can help us feel more supported and less alone and more stable of, I'm going to find my rhythm. I'm going to 
kind of set an intention towards the holidays of bringing back, remembering, kind of coming back to home base, coming back to a focus or setting the intention of just taking one small step at a time to be more grounded. So what that might look like, what are some of those things, the tools that we might (laughs) use? Yeah. How do we help stabilize in the midst of all this that we're talking about? It can be hard and it can be bumpy. So definitely one of the things that we have said over and over again is prioritizing our self-care of, you know, we, we probably say it till we're blue in the face of, um, drinking plenty of water and having movement, stretching our bodies. You know, we can get very kind of couch potato in the winter a little bit. Like we can have the soft comforting blanket, but we can also get a little stiff and a little achy in our muscles. So we need to be able to stretch and move our bodies if possible to get some fresh air outside. Even if that means bundling up a little bit with the wind is howling, or maybe it's turning to sleet or snow or anything that we have with the weather coming up. But bundling up for a little bit of fresh air can just change our perspective to look up into the sky, to feel our feet on the ground, to notice that we're being held and kind of sandwiched in between the sky and the ground, I think is just a a good metaphor of being held and cared for. I wanted to say that getting outside during my lunch break has been key. That's been one of my focuses. My mindfulness is like bringing on my lunch breaks, going outside with the sun. I notice it's made a big difference. Um, You know, I, I just try and sometimes I'm like, I just need to get in my steps. So sometimes I just like pace around the office building or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, getting outside and seeing that sunshine was key with working from home. I work from home some days, um, being able to just walk around outside and kind of what you were saying, mom, feel the sky, feel the ground. And especially with uh, daylight getting shorter in the evenings, maybe some people are going home from work in the dark and the lunchtime might be a great time to say, let me just get out in some of the daylight, just even if it's five minutes, five, 10 minutes just to get outside and experience the daylight instead of just the dark. One of the things I've embraced, um, and it became, it hit quote unquote, the scene around 2016 is this concept of Huga. It's H-Y-G-G-E. And it's this Danish concept of comfort, um, of bringing warmth, um, both literally and figuratively into your, your soul. Um, and what you guys are talking about is in, is directly related to this. It's all about, creating comfort and coziness, but mindfully and intentionally. So instead of just throwing yourself onto the couch and couch potatoing your way through every episode of every TV show on Netflix for the next four months, um, it has to do with um, being mindfully back in your body and incorporating ways to take comfort and be cozy and present in this time, um, you know, as the Danes do, they have a lot less sunlight than we do when it comes to winter. And so they incorporate sun, um, also bringing it into the house as like candles, as fire, as this connection to life and earth. Um, mm. So 
uh, one thing I do like to do is add candles. I'm not much of a candle person in the spring, summer, but towards the fall and winter, I bring a lot of candles into my life and I do it very safely, never leave them unattended. But the flame, this, this concept of fire of like, I'm safe. I, you know, like the first caveman going out made fire and, you know, I can survive at night, um, you know, cozy blankets, um, uh, getting back into your body by maybe, you know, Julie said fluids or water, you know, well, what about some spiced apple cider or livening up your palate in a way that brings mm. a little bit of joy into your mouth? Um, through like teas, um, wassels, you know, spiced apple, sorry, soups, soups, something that brings you comfort and gets you back and connected to your body. Um, so yeah, the flavor of spices, either in soups, um, or some other way to get liquid in. And then, um, you know, I said, I said candles, but just embracing this time instead of dreading it because I dread it. Mm-hmm. I get very cranky and I, and, and forget the holidays <laughs> such as like gatherings and stuff. I mean, I mean, I already annoyed that I have to figure out what to wear and sort out, you know, where I'm going and figure out schedules and tell people yes and tell some people no. Um, but what I can do when I'm home is take that time to say, okay, I'm going to cherish this hunker down time. And it's so difficult sometimes, but if you allow yourself, if you intentionally wrap yourself in a quilt with a cup of hot tea or put on fuzzy slippers or socks or comfy pajamas and and make that a special time instead of just throwing on your sweatshirt, wrapping the hood tight around your face and saying, okay, I'm just going to permit until (laughs) the spring. Um, it is something we can intentionally do to kind of celebrate this season. Um, and maybe celebrate is too strong of a word, but instead of dreading it, embracing it as a season. There are definitely positives. I, I, I think that um, to carry on that idea, I, I definitely sometimes dread the winter because of the lack of sun and the cold (laughs) but the cold you can just layer up but the lack of sun really gets me and um but one of the things i think about like flipping and reversing it sometimes switching your mindset um being able to see it from a new perspective of what is this a time i can get to do what what are some of my favorite things i can do and um that's interesting the other thing i wanted to say was uh the candle I love candles. We kind of keep our house semi-cold because we're eco folks <laughs> and we like to think about that. But um they're having just one candle in the room will heat up the room. Like it'll add heat to the room. Um and light. So during dinner, oftentimes we'll just have multiple candles lit. It'll be a warm room and there'll be a lot of light, even though there's just not enough warmth in an LED, you know, mm. where there is light, there's not enough warmth. Um, or variety, like the, the flame flickering, I think is cool, but I, I did want to say, I really do like that idea. Like what can, what can you grab from this season that you enjoy and how can you cherish it? And then, you know, be able to put it down and go, okay, summertime, (laughs) (laughs) but also be excited to revisit it when it comes back up. This is a season that I love lamps and candles Mm. and 
because typically we have like ceiling fans going during the spring and summer and so less likely to use a candle um but this is a time that I love to kind of set uh the setting for where I want to be in the evening you know that I can light a candle make the tea get comfy like Sarah was talking about and and to really enjoy it and be like there's it's almost like you have this little cove you know like I've got mm-hmm. this little place of refuge and where I can pause. And it's so good to take a moment to reflect and to say, how am I doing? What is it that I'm needing? Am I keeping in balance? What do I need to do a little bit more of that would help me feel a little bit more um, steady and balanced? And then what might I do well to let go of that isn't serving me very well? I think those are good questions to reflect on. Like, what's helping me that I want to keep doing or I want to do more of and what are the things that are really not serving me well that I want to take off of my list. And as I consider the work of boundaries, where do I need to set some limits that I really don't need to push harder, do more, buy more presents, go to more activities. I really could feel much more alive and present if I kind of limit how far I try to stretch myself. So there might be some things that I say no to so that I don't have to feel like I'm running ragged. And I mean, I even with inflation costs, like everything costs so much money, like maybe it's doing less gifts. Maybe it's just keeping things simple and realizing really it's just nice to gather together and spend the time together and maybe pull up a game or a puzzle or a um, something Maybe it's football, whatever it might be, that's just kind of enjoying the atmosphere more than it is about crowds and shopping and stress of bills and lack of finances and things like that. That is so that's striking home with me, Julie, because every year it's this dreaded, who do I get? What do I get for this person? Like conundrum, especially because it's gift giving season. And I think the last couple of years I've made an intentional effort to not buy gifts, um, which, you know, if you have kids, I can understand how that's disappointing, but <laughs> you know, I don't want to give somebody a gift that they're going to say, thank you. And then maybe throw away or never use or potentially get regifted next year. <laughs> and, um, I do think I am probably going to do more homemade gifts this year or no gifts and just give them a coupon for an hour of my time. That's not bad. Free lunch. That's what I did one time. Or that, but we don't have to do these things. Right, right. We don't have to give these gifts. We don't have to financially strain ourselves. We don't have to meet expectations set by other people. These boundaries are so important. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I thought going into this episode is boundary work is probably the thing I think of all the time, especially in the holidays when trying to, you know, being able to balance like yourself and the expectations that are set upon you, I think are are really good. And not even just limiting your schedule or your finances, but also thinking about, you know, in my reparenting work for myself of I need to limit maybe my portion size or maybe my sugar 
intake or, you know, for some people, alcohol is such a huge part of the, the meal, but alcohol, we want to also remember is a depressant. And so it can really impact how you're feeling and it can weigh on you and to, to consider like, maybe I don't need as much of that as I thought. And if you're over, if you're over 30, it's going to limit your time of recovery. Ban <laughs> your time of recovery. Go <laughs> easy on the alcohol. Limiting how late we stay up at night, you know, that we do need to remember our sleep and not just pull an all nighter of doing who knows what, trying to get more things done in the day. Like just those limits and parameters that we put in place that do keep us really well supported to keep coming back to those. We forget and then we remember, we forget and then we remember. Those are all good things that will continue to steady us through the holiday season. I love that freedom of being able to not shame yourself for forgetting, for just Mm -hmm. being like, oh, noticing, I forgot, I forgot that. I'm going to be mindful and I'll remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot that again. Kind of like a natural ebb and flow with it of just like we forget and then we bring it back to mind again and we become intentional with it and just, and setting those small intentions of what, what do I want to put my focus on? Where do I want to put my energy? I only have so much time and energy. Where do I want to put it today? Where does it, where am I needing to put my focus on today that will feel grounding and supportive and helpful. And that, that awareness is such an important part of that. We can't do, we can't do this without the awareness piece and being more mindfully aware. I I dig it. I I think, um, I, I think something definitely to take away is, you know, revisiting these concepts, um, being, being kind to yourself this next season. Um, you know, uh, if you need, uh, you know, tapping into your supports, whatever those may be. Um, uh, and maybe if you need more support, uh, you should call mom and, uh, she could be your therapist. (laughs) Uh, that's, that's always a win too, but, well, thanks so much for joining us this week, everyone. Um, I hope you have a, uh, happy holidays. Um, next, well, we will be back throughout all of this. I'm actually excited. We're talking about, um, some future next episodes, um, next week we'll have, or two weeks from now, we'll have, um, an off the beaten path, which will be awesome. And, uh, then a trail mix after that. So I'm very excited. Um, and I think just as a teaser too, like it would be nice with our trail mix to reflect on relationships in the holiday season, not just mm. the tasks of, being busy and having long lists and things like that, but how to relate with people, that kind of dynamic would be fun to yeah. explore in our trail mix. Yeah. We can add that scary topic to, <laughs> to <laughs> the calendar, uh, but I'm excited for it. Thanks so much, everyone for joining us. Thank you, Sarah and mom for joining me as well. Happy birthday again, mom. Um, I hope you guys have a great week and we will talk to you again soon.